We are starting our fast tomorrow, the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Please note it is prayer and fasting. It is prayer and yeah, it is not hunger strike. No, 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 it's not hunger strike. It is prayer and fasting. We deny ourselves food and other things so that we can pray. So that's why we fast. We fast food. And not only food, we fast other things that we value most. What is it that you like most? Some of you will be requesting you. I know you love washing football. It may be a good time to fast football and stop watching it for those 21 days and give that time to prayer. Praise the Lord. Some of you, you have some lovely uh, programs on TV that you can't sleep without watching. Please, these 21 days, and I'm making an appeal, please note, I'm not commanding you, if you feel you want to watch your programs, if you want, you can still do it, but you'll be denying yourself a lot. But as your pastor, I would like to recommend that we deny ourselves those things that we, va- we value most so that we can engage in prayer and fasting. We don't want to do it because it's a time, it's the beginning of the year, and every church has to go through the 21 days of fasting. If we do it that way, it will be a religious activity. It will be a ritual. We'll be doing it to fulfill an activity or a religious ritual, and it will carry no blessing to us because some of us will do it uh, because we don't want the pastor to know that we are not fasting. And you know what? Some of us will even hide and eat and, you know, sometimes, and some people do it. And when they are seen, they hide. You know, no, no, you don't have to hide. Please. Have the freedom to fast or not to fast, okay? Don't do it for me. Because if you do it for me, it will have no meaning to you. Okay? And I want to tell you, when you fast, you tune with God. Not that when you are not fasting, you don't tune with it. But when you deny yourself something for God, God acknowledges that you have denied yourself for Him. And He is not like us, human beings. Sometimes human beings, you can sacrifice for them and they will not even tell you thank you. But our God is not like that. He acknowledges when we do something of noble use to him, like fasting. And remember, we are not fasting actually for him. We fast for ourselves because God does not need our fast to be God. You agree with me? He is God and you remain and he does not change. His power does not increase or decrease. Whether we fast or we, we, we don't. He remains God. But it is you and me who benefit when we fast. So you need to understand that. That is the benefits are yours, not mine. And not his. They, they are yours. What will happen is that he will be so impressed with you denying yourself what you love most. And you say, this I acknowledge. And then he will release his favor and his grace 
to you. You understand? Why do we fast? We fast to deal with difficult things in life. Sometimes a child was brought to, the, to the Jesus' disciples. They tried to cast out demons, to heal the child. They were not able to do it. Until when Jesus came and he healed the child. And they wondered, how come we are not able to do it? And Jesus answered them and said, This kite come out by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. That's uh, Mark chapter 9. 29, isn't it? This kite only comes out, but by prayer and fasting. So there are difficult situations that you require you not only to pray but to add fasting into prayer and it's yourself who knows what is this guide that can only come out but by prayer and fasting and i'll tell you there are many things we are beginning the year we have no idea what is ahead of us Thank God if you have a revelation of what will happen to you from day 1 to day 365. That you can be able to tell. Day 1, this is what will happen. Day 2, this is what will happen. Day 3, up to 365. Unfortunately, for me, I'm not like you. I don't have that kind of revelation. I have no idea what will happen to me next month. But I have faith in God. That I put my hope and trust in Him that you see me through. And because of that, I need to commit myself to him. I need to let him know, Lord, it is the beginning of the year. I do not know what the year holds. Yes, there is a promise that you have promised me. To us, is an year of takeoff. Great things are going to happen in our lives. Yes, that's a, that is exciting. It's going to be an year of kingdom manifestation. The glory of the Lord will come down upon the earth. We said the other day, you know, among the things that are going to happen as we usher in the ear, as we enter into this season, the former things are being forgotten, isn't it? We agreed last Sunday that we are going to forget the former things. And as we forget the former things, behold, the new is coming. But how do I embrace the new? I need God. Because I do not know what is in the new. No wonder Isaiah would ask, can't you see it? Can't you perceive it? Because it is, no, it is difficult to see it with physical eyes. What God is doing, what we are calling new, it is not something that we are able to see with our own physical eyes. Where He is taking us, we are not able to tell we don't have the roadmap. We cannot be able to say, this is the blueprint. This is what is going to guide us. I know that we have strategic plans and we write them. We have objectives. We have goals that we have set. But the Bible reminds us that we can only plan 
But who does the execution? God. You can plan today. But unless God comes your way to execute your plans, they are just but nothing. They will not go anywhere. And for that, that's why we are saying, then we need to start the year. And we need to start it well. We need to take time to pray. We need to take time to fast. We need to take, to take time to tell the Lord, Lord, we have heard you are doing a new thing. But we do not know what is this that is new. Because the new cannot be like the former. Because the former we can identify with. Because we know what it is. But the new is not, has not been revealed to us yet what it is. And that's why I said last Sunday, please, you've got to forget the past. Because if you carry the past with you, it will be a hindrance to the pleasant that ushers you to the new thing. You get it. And remember we say it. There are relationships that we need to break from. That we are used to. There are habits that we are used to. That we need to break from. Praise the Lord. There are setbacks. There are pains. There are struggles that we have gone through. But as long as we are holding on to them, as long as we keep remembering, like that person who has been abused, if you cannot be able to leave it behind, it will haunt you forever. And though you are the one that has been wronged, and you may think you are justified, you are not justified to carry it with you. And especially when the Lord has already spoken and told you he's willing to help you and to heal you. The best you can do is to say, yes, it happened. But I'm moving forward. Because I'm not doing it alone. I am with Jesus. Amen? So are you willing to forget the former things? Are you willing to embrace the new? But you cannot do it on your own. You need him. That is why we said we need to take time to seek him, to ask him, Lord, what is the way forward? How do I navigate through? How do I get to where you want me to get? Yes, there is a new thing that is going to happen. But I don't know it, Lord. You are the only one who says. You are the only one who knows. How will I be able to see a highway in the wilderness? Because that's what the Bible says. Isaiah, remember our first is 43? What? Isaiah 43? If you don't know, I'm... I'm, I, I'm I'm, I'm preaching as well as making announcement on, on how to fast. Okay? Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. 4-3-18. See, I'm doing a new thing. How it springs up, do you not perceive it? Lord, I want to be honest with you. I do not. I can't perceive it. I'm not able to see it. But open my eyes, Lord. Lord. 
that I may see it. That is why I need to take time in prayer, seeking His face, so that I may see what is this that you are, you are saying it is new. You have promised to walk with me, Lord, but I want your presence with me. Moses would demand, Lord, unless you walk with us, we are not moving from here. If Moses could tell God that, what about you and me? Moses had the advantage of seeing God, walking with God, talking with God. But he still would tell God, unless your presence goes with us, we will not move from this place. And the Lord would assure him, your presence will go with you. And then he would say, unless your presence, and he said, show me your presence. Show me your glory. I am not satisfied, Lord. You know, and that reminds me, in the desert, by day there was what? A cloud, isn't it? And by night, a pillar of, those two guided them. And every time the crowd would move, they would move. When it stopped, they stopped. When the pillar of fire moves, they move. When it stops, they stop. But still Moses was saying, Lord, we are not moving unless you show us your presence. If it was you and me, and we have a, a miraculous thing like that, that would be our presence with the presence, isn't it? We will be satisfied with the crowd. We will be satisfied with the pillar of fire. True, that's how we behave, isn't it? A small things that is supernatural and we want to hold on to that. That is not his presence. The cloud is not his presence. The pillar of fire is not his presence. His presence cannot be quantified. It's more than what we can see with our eyes. And that's why Moses would say, Lord, we are not moving. It's your presence that we want. And when God insisted, he even stood, now show me your glory. And I like that. Now show me. Let's get to that level where we are telling God, yes, we have experienced these miracles. Yes, there is a pillar of fire. Yes, there is a cloud. Yes, you've spoken of building a highway in the wilderness. Rivers in the deserts. We can see the highway. We can see the rivers. But Lord, that's not enough. I still want more of you. I want your glory now. Cover me with your glory. Let me experience that glory. That should be the cry of every believer. We seem to be satisfied with the fact that our names are written in the book of life. My overseer. And we are very excited about that. But, God would want to show us His glory on earth. Because that is why we are still on earth and not in heaven. 
Otherwise, if his interest was to show us his glory in heaven, when we go there, then, I've already said, the day I got saved, the day you got saved, or the day you give your life to Jesus, then the next time, the next thing we are praying for you, Lord, kill this one, so that he can come to heaven. No. There is more that we need to experience here on earth. Let me tell you something. God is happy when his glory is on earth than when it is in heaven. Because in heaven, there is no competition of his glory. There is no other glory there. But there is so much glory on this earth that we carry for ourselves. Even ourselves as we walk, we walk as small glories, isn't it? There are some of us who walk as glories because of who we are and what we carry. The positions that we carry, the names that are they behind our names, the titles are, are they in front or in, all behind? Where does it come? It comes in front first. Eh? The titles that you know, some of us, if we are to narrate those titles, there are so many. Those are small glories that we carry. And some of us get offended if we are not addressed by our titles. Call me a pastor and say, no, 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 I'm reverent. Remember one person, let me not go that direction. But we, 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 we are that petty. Not forgetting that even pastor is senior than reverend. That's correct, isn't it? Read the Bible. There is no reverend in the scriptures. But there are pastors, apostles, evangelists, teachers, prophets. But there are no reverends. But some of us, doctor, is the doctor more. You know, it's a small glory that you're calling. And it can hinder you from experiencing the glory of the Lord. Some of us is the positions that we carry in our offices. Please, God has given you that position. Carry it with humility. Serve people and love them. But keep seeking for the higher glory. That's the new thing that God is talking about. And that's the new thing that we want to experience in this season. It is hidden. That's why you cannot see it. That's why the Lord is... Can't you perceive it? If you look for it with your own eyes, you will not see it. But you have an opportunity. 21 days of prayers and fasting. If you seek Him, you will find Him. And I'm assuring those of you that will endeavor to seek Him, you shall fight. Find Him. You will experience His glory. And when you experience His glory, that's all that you need. Everything else doesn't matter. Because the glory covers everything else. If it's a need that you had, when the glory comes, it covers that need. And it is taken care of. Jesus said, when He looked at His disciples, and, and, and us on earth, He said, why are you troubled for small things? Clothing, food, shelter. Those things, you should never be troubled with them. There's only one thing that you need to be seeking. The kingdom of God and His righteousness. All our investment should be towards the kingdom and His righteousness. That's what Jesus says. And then He says, if you do that, honestly, He says, everything else will do what? Come on, you know the scriptures. Matthew 6, that is reason it. You know the scriptures. I don't have to go there. Everything else will be added to you. Now, when he says everything else, it means everything that pertains to life that you need. When you seek his kingdom, God is faithful. He's going to give you everything else. Now, that doesn't mean that you sit at home seeking his kingdom and not going to work. 
No. Unless he tells you to do so, go to work. But as you go to work, I'm assuring you, it will not be a struggle. You'll find the Lord has gone ahead of you, working ahead of you, clearing those assignments for you, setting people to assist you, even when you do not need them. Because you have sought the kingdom. That's why you need to pray. These 21 days of prayer and fasting, you need to engage so that you can be able to receive what God wants you to receive. On your own, you cannot. Why should we pray together? You're asking, but pastor, I can do prayer alone, isn't it? You can do it in your house. Why do we have to, why do, we have to do a corporate prayer of 21 days and fasting? On our own, many times you have tried many things, isn't it? But I want to tell you, a prayer of agreement matters a lot. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in their midst. He never said, where one is gathered in my name. And please understand, the scriptures, when Jesus speaks, that's loaded, isn't it? He's simply telling you, don't be alone, Raja. Don't think that you can make it on your own. You need others. And the more the numbers are, even there, the better. There are some of us who say, me, I don't need the church, I don't need them. I can pray, I'm an intercessor, I can intercede on my own. Oh, uh oh let me tell you, two are better than one. Even the strongest need somebody to back. That's why we need to pray together. Because when we are praying corporately, we are backing each other. Amen? For Daniel to, de to deliver a whole nation, he battled for 21 days. That's why we are doing 21 days. It's just a guide. We can do more. Or even we can do seven. But 21 days is accepted and is a guide. That it is proper for us to start to say the year with 21 days. Why? Daniel also battled. And he prayed for 21 days. When we gather together, we create an atmosphere that is different from the atmosphere in your house. When we come together, there is a corporate anointing. You'll agree with me that since you came in the morning, what you have experienced during the service is not what you experience when you are praying in your house in the morning. There is a difference when we pray together. Yes, the presence of the Lord was with you, but when we gather together, the anointing increases. So that's why we say we are going to do this together. Amen? And being January, it's like an offering we are also offering to the Lord. Saying, Lord, you're giving us a whole year. 12 months for ourselves. Why can't we spend 21 days to dedicate those 21 days to seeking the face of the Lord, consecrating ourselves, setting ourselves apart for the Lord, doing something special for God. It's like, like saying, I'm seeding these 21 days. It's a seed you're planting. And that will guide you the next uh, 365 days. And some of you will see great things happening. You'll see your businesses changing. 
Amen? Because you have planted a seed to the Lord. And you said, Lord, this I'm setting apart. And the Lord has promised, if we do this, if we seek his kingdom, these other things shall be added. It is his assignment, it is his responsibility to also take care of our needs when we have ourselves. Alright? Is it clear now? Is there anybody who does not, who, who feels it's not clear? We all now can fast, isn't it? Do we understand why we should fast? I know it was fast, but now do we understand why we should fast tomorrow? How should we fast? The 21 days. Now, there are many ways of fasting, but this particular fast we recommend. Let's do Daniel fast. Okay? Daniel fast is simple. You deny yourself choice foods or choice things. Those things that you value most, those are the things that you deny yourself. Those things that you don't like, then you can eat. But don't need to worry if you don't like it. Anyway, what I mean is, Daniel denied himself choice food. He denied himself meat. He denied himself sugars. Anything that was, would be considered good, he denied himself. And we recommend, please, if you take fruits, vegetables, and water, and sometimes juices, it's in order. Okay? Those of us that can be able to fast a couple of days without eating anything, it's again in order. But take some fruits. Don't go dry fast. That we don't recommend. Unless the Lord speaks, and even if He speaks, come and confirm with me. If the Lord speaks and tells you, go do dry fast, you know, just come and pastor. The Lord has told me to do dry fast. You know, I'll ask, I'll ask him, Lord, have you said it? Because I don't want you to die. Because there are people who have done it and they have ended up going to heaven uh, rather than achieving what they were. And never, they never wanted to go to heaven. They go to heaven before their time. So we recommend that we do Daniel fast. Uh, we've done it before. The advantage with this is it will also help you to shed off some kgs that you have added during the Christmas holidays. So it's also a good way of, you know, cleansing your body. As you pray, you are also cleansing your body. You know, treating your body well, like Munenes. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Munenes is my friend. But you need to shed a few cages, isn't it? <laughs> Even the worship team agrees that you need to shed a few kgs and many others even myself i've added a few weights for a few kgs since uh, the time that we went to the u.s by the time we came back we had added and this time we also indulged so i'm also planning to lose some few kgs so as i said last time we will be able to tell those that have been fasting and those that have not been fasting <laughs> we do not need to ask you have you been fasting it will be obvious. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. That's a light touch anyway. God bless you. Please, let's 
the pray and fast if you need further guidance if you need to ask questions you can always ask us we shall be able to help you uh, to guide you we start the week tomorrow uh, it will be the first uh, week and as Irene said we'll be sending you some prayer guides those are guides you still you want to add to it because you have your needs as well you can add them there but we are just giving you that as guides uh, which we'll be releasing to you please let's follow them and the Lord will help us now this particular week that we are beginning tomorrow is also going to be our uh, prayer week you know we normally have prayer week bible week this is going to be a, like it's like a bible study yes but it, the emphasis will be on prayers so when we start we start on tuesday when we gather every tuesday we gather for prayers but this week we'll also extend it to, to friday and friday we'll have our mini kesha so please if you are able to attend the evening meetings it will be important that you attend those meetings. We will be teaching more about prayer and fasting those uh, four days of the week. So they will be dedicated to that and you would want to receive this kind of teaching. So please do come. We shall be announcing to you uh, what happens week two, what happens week three. But tonight, we are here from four. And tonight, I'm extending this to all of us. Why am I extending this to all of us? Because tonight, we would like to pray for you and anoint you with oil together with your family, if you like. It is not again a must, but if you would like us as we pray, please bring your family, bring your children, allow us to pray for you. We will do that to everybody today. So if I were you, I would make sure that all my families are with me uh, here today. If you want to bring your parents, it's okay. You can bring your parents, but let them be your immediate families. Don't bring us your shosho, your gukas. But if they are here and they need to come, let them come. Amen? So please, let's get, uh, be here at 4. Let's start early today. Instead of starting at 4.30, worship team, let's start at 4. So that we have ample time to pray uh, for everybody that will come this evening. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you going to come? Please come. It's going to be great. Uh, uh, the presence of the Lord is in the house. Come with an offering. There are those of you that participated last Sunday. And you, at the end of the year... You seeded for, for the ear. If you didn't do that, and you'd like to do it again, come with a special offering, put it in an envelope. It will be like a seed for you, for the ear. These are token, and it's accepted. They are things that we do. We don't do it always. And then what we have committed ourselves to do, those 21 days, I'll be praying for those needs that you have written over there in those envelopes. We'll be praying for those envelopes. Some of us have, have already started last Friday uh, together with the prophetic team and others. We took time uh, the whole day to pray uh, for those needs that you put in those envelopes. And we look at them even in details. Please uh, do not ignore this. If you have a need, write it. 
God will answer you. Amen? It's time to go home. Let's start on our feet. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Are you committed to prayer and fasting? Those DSs are not very many. Are you committed to prayers and fasting? That's better. Please ask your neighbor, will you pray and fast? Please get an answer. The only exception for those that we give, those with a medical condition, don't overrule the doctor's instructions. Yeah, be careful. Okay? If you have a medical condition, please. Uh, and you're not supposed to fast. You're, supposed, you're on, on medication. And you're supposed to be eating as you take medicine. Again, don't feel so guilty. Please continue. Amen? But remember we said, it's not only food that we fast. You can eat. Because... The doctor requires you to eat. But you can do away with your TV. So that the, those that are 40 minutes, you spend them in prayer and fasting. You can do away with other things and pray and fast. The things that you love most, do away with them and fast. Of course, again, if you are breastfeeding, again, don't deny the child food. You know you would know how to, to sparingly fast what to eat and what not to eat. But make sure you are in prayer. Of course, if you are expecting, please, again, and if you are expecting, again, don't fast. It's not recommended to fast when you are expecting. Enjoy your meal, but pray and fast other things that you love most. Is that clear to everybody? May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Let me bless you. Number six. Lift up your hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you. And be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you. And give you peace. Your water is blessed. Your food is blessed. May the Lord guide you throughout this week. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Please remember to come back at four. Let's come early. Uh, let's have this great opportunity uh, to receive from the Lord. Amen.